Hello friends, this is the Daily Edify with Jeff Lane, a place to get spiritually grounded and into alignment with the flow of love each weekday morning. In each episode, we'll focus on a spiritual practice, a poem, a book, a sacred text, something that can empower us to be more fully alive to the gift that is the day before us. Thank you for listening. Today's episode is about the invitation to tend to your own pain in this tumultuous and horrifying time as we all reel in the last couple weeks uh, at the violence, the terror, the war in the Middle East, in Israel, in Gaza, not to mention in Ukraine and Russia and, and so many places where, where God's dream is not realized, where it seems that death and fear and hatred and us versus them dynamic uh, are carrying the day rather than what we know to be true, the deeper story of light and hope and life and goodness and love and on and on. In these days when we can open up our smartphone, our internet browser on our laptop and be connected all around the world in real time, not just via text updates on what's happening in various parts of the world, but video evidence of atrocities happening to fellow children of God. Um, I don't know about you, but in times like this, I I do need to limit my news intake um, or what counts as news. Um, I think it, it can overwhelm the nervous system. I don't know if you're this way. That isn't to put my head in the sand. I, I do want to be mindful and stay up on what's happening, not just in my community and country and, and, and indeed the whole world. Um, but at a certain point, it can lead us to despair. It can lead us to inaction. Uh, it can feel um, that we just get to a point of overwhelm. Ariane, my wife, wrote about this recently in a Substack post, um, this, this invitation to tend to our own pain, because there's so much we can't do, right? We see um, stories from Israel, stories from Gaza, and we feel despair. Uh, we, we instead, when I'm in my right mind, uh, ask myself, what is mine to do with, with my voice, my resources, my time, my energy right here, right now? How can I be part of healing the world, repairing the world, even in the midst of so much brokenness and fear? Um, Ariane mentioned in her her newsletter that uh, Richard Rohr, a favorite Franciscan author, spiritual teacher of ours, he, he says this a lot, but he says, if we do not transform our pain, we will most assuredly transmit it. And how true that is, right, friends? We all We all have pain, things that have happened to us or didn't happen to us. Sometimes it's trauma we haven't processed or we're working through. I think we're always working through it, right? But we carry around pain in our hearts. Uh, It keeps inviting us to be healed, to be carried a little differently, a little more lightly. But it's hard and lifelong work where we need to have a lot of grace with ourselves, with others. But when we experience that pain, we, we basically have two options. We can either transform our pain by intentionally, over time, working on healing it, Or the alternative is we can simply transmit it, right? We take the trauma, the pain we feel, and just transfer it to others. Uh, When we get triggered, when we're in a stressful situation, when we're not our best self, right? We're tired, we're hungry, uh, we're overwhelmed with caregiving, with work, whatever it might be. Because if we just, uh, if, if we don't transform it, 
basically the alternative is to transmit it. And that isn't good for us, frankly. That isn't good for the people in our life. It can lead to you know, relational strife, uh, work challenges, and so on and so forth. Um, so, so in days like these, friends, I've been thinking a lot about how events like the terror and war we've seen in Israel and Gaza, how they make us all shudder, um, and whatever we feel, for whom and why, and it, it surfaces pain, right? It surfaces pain that we're carrying, um, fears that we harbor. And so the invitation is to respond in ways that we can, to do what is ours to do. One thing uh, Ariane and I have done is given to the Presbyterian Disaster Assistance, which is on the ground in Israel and Gaza and all parts of the world, um, providing humanitarian relief, um, but checking in on Jewish and Palestinian colleagues and friends, offering to listen, standing in solidarity and love and peace, you know, whatever would be helpful. Uh, that, that is something we can do and ought to do. But then this deeper question that events like this uncover, uh, which is this need to tend to our own pain. Often the best thing we can do to be part of uh, the Jewish phrase is tikkun olam. Uh, the best thing we can do to be a part of tikkun olam or repairing or healing the world, often the best thing we can do is to begin with healing ourselves. Sometimes it's almost easy to focus on healing someone else, healing a community, when in fact the greatest impact we can have is on healing ourselves. Of course, this is not just a Lone Ranger project. You know, it's trusted family and friends and um, therapists and spiritual directors and whoever can be your allies in this work. But when a person is experiencing healing and is in alignment with love, that you know, they're set free to offer the gift of their presence in the world. Uh, and that's actually what the world most often needs. What is ours to do is to is to be ourselves, uh, to bring the fullness of the image of God in us to the very people, sometimes very ordinary <coughs> and pedestrian, the people in our actual life. In an adult education class I'm te- teaching at First Pres Met, where I'm a pastor, we've been reading about Howard Thurman, known as the godfather of the civil rights movement, and um, written all sorts of books, was a mentor to Martin Luther King Jr., died in 1981. His final position was serving as the chaplain at Boston University. He was giving a journalist an interview toward the end of his life, and I think this journalist was probing about kind of uh, Thurman's uh, life advice that he would offer. You know, he spent a lot of time with college students and young people, and Thurman responded to this journalist uh, by saying, don't ask what the world needs. Ask what makes you come alive, because what the world needs is people who have come alive. Isn't that beautiful? Um, not to scan your environment and sort of say, oh, what is needed? Sometimes that's important, right? We want to fill needs in our midst that help others feel love and help ourselves feel love. But asking what makes us come alive, trusting that what makes us come alive is what God is asking us to do, to be our whole selves in the world. Some of us don't have the luxury of that choice, I, I realize um, but nevertheless, Thurman's advice is, is so on point. Or I think about what Margaret Mead said many years ago, never doubt that a small group of dedicated people can change the world. In fact, it is the only thing that ever has. A reminder when we feel the fragility of life and the brevity of life and the scale of challenges um, when so much of the world wants to be divided into us versus them, and we all feel that in our own hearts, Who's the scapegoat here? Who can we blame? Who's uh, evil? Who's 
pure evil. Well, yeah, that's not going to move us forward, is it? The myth of redemptive violence, Rene Girard's stuff, you know, thinking that if we just commit violence against someone who's committed violence against us, it's somehow going to be redeemed. It's somehow going to be better. In fact, it never is. It never is. Um, so that's what I'm thinking about these days, friends, is tending to our own pain, thinking about my own life, uh, thinking about what I need to tend to in this time. Even as I do what is mine to do to respond to terror and war in the world so many miles away, and yet tending also to my pain, working on healing myself, coming alive into this world that God so loves, and doing what is mine to do. Friends, deep peace and love be with you. Be gentle with yourselves in these days. Take good care. If today's podcast has blessed you, provided a tinge of clarity or some nourishment for your spiritual journey, please share it with a friend so that we can create a more inclusive community. Or do you have any feedback for me, any show ideas, something that was particularly helpful or something that could have been better, please send me an email at thedailyedify@gmail.com. at gmail.com. That's in the show notes as well. I'd love to hear from you. Also, please consider rating and reviewing The Daily Edify wherever you get your podcasts. Friends, you are loved and never alone. <laughs>